Okay, I'm Joe Middleton and I write a blog called Slummy Single Mummy. I'm Ross Furlong, um, CEO of Influbase, and we've published a report on the top 50 UK mummy influencers today. What, for my audience who don't know, is an influencer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a bit of jargon, really. So basically, people that have large followings on social media, uh, normally for us, Instagram, and what we're looking in our list to, to, to find are the most influential uh, mummy influencers in the UK. So they'll have large followers and a lot of engagement. And when you say influential, I mean, how much influence can these people actually have over us? They're very powerful, actually. I think brands are starting to realise quite quite how powerful they are. I mean, our list of 50 adds up to about 14 million followers. Wow. Which is uh, you know, a heavy total. And um, I, I think, you know, it's a new area. So brands are kind of getting more and more involved in it. And uh, But I think, in a way, it's sort of taking over from the old school kind of magazine publishing idea. That's the thing, is it, it, it does seem like now you do see sort of, you can't sort of go on a, a blog or an Instagram or various social media sites to anyone who has more than a few thousand followers without them, you know, sort of subtly put some, putting something in the foreground or mentioning something in particular. So is that the way it's just going to go now? I think so. And I, I think there's some sort of ethics around, you know, being upfront about who, you know, who you're representing. If you are doing a brand post, then then it's a good idea to put sort of hashtag ad at the start of your of your post um, so that your followers realise that's that's what you're doing. And also, you know, just to be authentic, if it's a brand you wouldn't use, then perhaps, I mean, Joe has a better idea than I do on this. But, you know, there might be some brands that you wouldn't want to work with and you just need to say so. Okay, Joe, let's come to you then. So your blog, Slummy Single Mummy, is hugely popular. How did you get into this in the first place? Well, kind of by accident, really. Um, I started about 10 years ago just as a, as a, well, not even a hobby, more just a kind of way to make friends online and get a bit of support from other parents because I was a single parent at the time. And I guess I was lucky in terms of timing in that when I started, there were far fewer mummy blogs um, around, I mean, it's, it, there are obviously thousands of them now, but it meant that when brands did start to kind of realise the the power of mummy bloggers, that I was already very well established and in a in a strong position to uh, to benefit from that. So, how does it work then? Is it is it that you started talking about different um, brands or companies or whatever, and they picked up on it and then sort of came to you, or do they or do they come to you initially and, and ask you to talk about them? No, it's it's more that they come to me initially. So, I when I started, I was talking just very much about you know my own life, my children, um, you know stories of our day, things that had annoyed me, uh, you know like little personal things like that, and then it gradually. Uh, just started to get kind of the odd email like oh would you like uh, you know a free tube of hand cream or you know started off with and and grown into you know do you fancy coming away on holiday for a week you know it's uh, it's been an incredible incredible evolution really that is rather nice but it, it of course it completely changes your content doesn't it because you started by just posting something very much you know sort of from the heart really i guess but now it's led by by these people i assume it does change the content although the thing that i think that i do well without wanting to blow my own trumpet but <laughs> go for you know, it <laughs> you have to you get used to it in the, in the <laughs> online world is even when i'm talking about a brand or a product i try to do it in a personal way so I might lead with you know like a, an anecdote about myself that kind of ties into the product you know it's not just a oh here are 
five things I noticed when I used this product and that's the end. You know, it's still woven into a personal story. So people say that even if I'm writing, uh, you know, sponsor content, they still get that same sort of level of interest and enjoyment from it. And what sort of reaction do you get? Do you get people then sort of immediately jumping on the back of this and saying, oh, yes, I tried that or I went there or yes, you know, whatever, I agree with this or... Yeah, I get a a real kind of uh, mix of reactions, really. Quite often I'll find, you know, things are, are a slow burn. So it's not necessarily always that somebody sees that I've posted about something and immediately goes out and buys it. But on the blog particularly, a lot of my traffic is from search engines. So it might be, you know, a year down the line that since I wrote about something and people are still kind of searching for reviews and, and want to kind of find out people's experiences of something. So it's it's quite a long-term payback, I think. Yeah. And, and Ross, from your point of view then, is, with this agency for influencers, what do you look for then in influence? What makes a really good influencer? I think you can't ignore reach, so they need to have a certain number of followers. Uh, but equally important is that they have good engagement. So you don't want someone who's got 2 million followers and 0.01% engagement. It's no, no, no use to you. So um, it's a combination of those two things. The engagement shows shows how authentic they are often. So it shows that you know their content is very compelling. Um, and uh, then once you've got those two factors in, involved, it's a question of matching them up really to the right brand. So just to make sure that, uh, you know, the, the voice is authentic and it's a product that kind of matches the, uh, the, the influencer or, or, or brand ambassador as they, as they sometimes become. And, and you mentioned engagement there. I mean, there are ways and means, aren't there, of getting more engagement from things like whether it's the time of day to the platform that you're using. Can, can you give us some tips then for how we can be better at this? Yeah, the, well, the, it's, it's interesting that the, the best time of day or the best day of the week rather to post is Tuesday. And uh, that uh, seems to have quite a spike on it. Um, That's random. The, it, it is random, isn't it? Uh, we wouldn't, couldn't have guessed that. Uh, Saturday is not such a good day to post. Um, and then in terms of the types of content, so if, you, if you're asking a relatable question, so you're saying, you know, uh, don't you hate it when this happens? Um, or, or indeed, if you're posting a motivational message, so, um, you know, just talking about self-motivation, those are the types of messages that get the most engagement um, uh, from, from, from followers. So there's a couple of tips there. Joe, would you agree with that? What sort, of, what sort of reaction do you get most? What sort of posts do you put on that you get most engagement from? Um, well, the InfluBase research mentions relationship and dating advice as something that's quite widely spoken about. And if ever I share a kind of, you know, dating app horror story, they always <laughs> seem to go down quite well. It, either I kind of get the sort of people who are going through the same thing and say, oh my God, you know, you're so right, this is terrible. Or it's from people who are in relationships saying, thank goodness I don't have to do this, it it looks terrible. Um, So yeah, definitely anything that's kind of has that relatable quality, you know, where people can say, oh yes, that's what happens to me, I'm not on my own. And from your point of view as a mummy blog as well, I find this area fascinating because there's a few mummy blogs that I follow and I've seen yours before as well. How do you get that balance then between being very honest, being genuine, posting about all of the things that that you do as a mummy, but also sort of protecting your children in that respect? Well, I think I was quite lucky in this regard because my children were already seven and 14 when I started. So from day one, I've been very conscious of them reading it and what they might think about it and what they're happy to share so whereas you've got quite a lot of mummy blogs with very young children who 
can can perhaps be quite negative about their children or sort of overshare without necessarily thinking about you know what those children might think in the years to come I've always got that at the back of my mind so I'm very open about like things my own things so kind of relationships dating you know personal health things I'll talk about any of that so that gives that that kind of authentic side and what what do they think of that um well my youngest daughter did say to me last night actually she said god I I wish you just had a proper job and then you might not be so annoying (laughs) (laughs) which I think probably every mummy hears anyway don't they no matter what they do (laughs) I I did say to her I said even if I didn't write a blog I think I'd still be pretty annoying so (laughs) (laughs) and Ross how how much can you actually earn from doing things like this because if this if this presumably you know for the likes of Joe this is a job then so you know you're wanting to earn enough for this to make all of that time and effort you put in worth it aren't you yeah that's it i mean the top 50 mummy influencers uh you know it's a full-time job uh, for them uh with, with joe it's become the main kind of income um so yeah you can earn a lot uh the speculation on the amount per post varies but it could be anything between sort of three thousand and twelve thousand pounds a post if you have a lot of followers i'm talking about you know probably millions here um so yeah it's it's um it's becoming a i guess a, a you know a, a new type of job Wow, incredible. Well, listen, tell us more about where we can find out more about this. First about um, the research you've done for InfluBase, Ross, and also just let people know where we can find you online, Joe. Great. So the, t- the research is uh, on our website. So that's uh, influbase.com. Um, and people can find my blog at slummysinglemummy.com or I'm on Instagram um, at slummysinglemummy.com.